0: Have you ever been in a swimming pool with a dog?
1: No, I haven't.
0: And you'd be surprised at the number of people who have, who allow their dogs to go into their swimming pools.
1: Okay, that's presumably in their own houses, is it? Yes. But not in apartment buildings?
0: No, but, well, somebody does. So uh, we're going to be talking about that later. And we're going to be talking about what you can do about, uh, I'm going to use the politically incorrect term here, the nutter in your strata scheme
1: <laughs> and we all have them
0: we all have them every every strata scheme has them as from what i hear i'm jimmy thompson
1: and i'm sue williams
0: and this is the flat chat rap <laughs> So dogs in swimming pools, this is a new one on me and certainly in terms of strata.
1: Yes, I mean, I guess the bylaws don't prevent it really because they don't actually consider it. Oh, I suppose lots of um, bylaws don't allow dogs in common areas yeah, or to yeah. stand in common areas. Yeah. But to swim in common areas, there's probably very few specific bylaws preventing that.
0: So what what I can gather from the person who wrote to the flat chat forum is that in their building, they are fairly relaxed about pets. And they go down to the pool and the dog goes down with dogs go down with them. There's more than one dog goes down just to sort of lie around the pool and, you know, just socialise. But then one owner has started allowing her dog to swim. In fact, encouraging her dog to swim.
1: Hmm. Ah, look... I'm all for pets in apartment buildings, but I'm not so keen on pets in swimming pools, really.
0: No, it's communality, a bridge too far.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, dogs have, well, they they can have not much fur or lots of fur. Yes. But that fur would kind of come off in the pool and, and go into the pool filters. And yeah. also, uh, do you remember there was a report about four months ago? About um, public swimming pools and people, Right. and the enormous amount of fecal matter <laughs> right. that was floating in the water, which I, I was just appalled. I think everybody who read that report thought, "Oh, I'm never going to go to another public yeah. swimming pool again in my life." But with dogs, obviously, it's inevitable that you know dirt gets trapped in there on maybe, their fur.
0: Maybe the dogs are in danger from the people's fecal matter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true too, but I mean, you know, you you've got chlorine in there to. to to make sure it's going to be a bit safer but I guess if you've got dogs in a pool that would really affect the pH level and the chlorine level because it would use up a lot of chlorine
0: to me it just feels like it's just an ick factor it's it's Mm. like you're going oh that's a dog in a communal swimming pool I mean I feel bad enough about small children in allegedly waterproof nappies (laughs) yeah, <laughs> keep them out as well but dogs are just taking it too far funny thing because i was putting this story on the website flat hyphen chat.com.au i went looking for a picture through shutterstock the agency that the online agency the number of pictures of dogs in swimming pools is amazing really and <laughs> and some of them especially the big kind of hunting dog type, you know, like Labradors and and Setters and things like that. They just look so happy to be in the water. They just love it. Chihuahuas and, what do they call them, French Bulldogs and Pugs, not so happy. (laughs) It's, It's like they look terribly anxious. Now, I have to say that a lot of them have these quite elaborate swimming vests, like flotation vests that mm. they put on the dogs which are obviously designed for dogs and so the dogs can play in the water but they look anxious to me And but then I think chihuahuas and pugs look anxious all the time anyway
1: they do like they, they kind of they have sometimes they have a bit of trouble breathing don't they and they have quite small hindquarters, so yes they wouldn't be so good at kicking
0: dog paddle would be beyond them
1: yes that's right so i suppose it just doesn't come instinctively to to those kind of breeds really
0: yeah no. and you know and, and these pictures like you there's a couple of them quite amazing where you know they'll throw an object like a heavy object to the bottom of the pool, and the dog will race the humans down to the <laughs> bottom of the pool. I don't know if you remember the late cricketer and cricket commentator, Tony Gregg. Yes. Yeah. He, apparently, his dog, um, when people were swimming in his private pool, his dog would dive in and swim underneath them. That was <laughs> the dog's trick. That'd be Which kind is, of fun. That'd be cool. Fun and cute, but in a communal swimming pool. So anyway, it sounds like um, these people, getting back to strata briefly, this community, they're not happy about this dog being allowed in their communal swimming pool. They're searching their bylaws to find out anything that's there that can prevent this. Yeah. And there's nothing, because the bylaws are pretty general, except for... A bylaw about dogs not being allowed off the leash on common property. Mm. So they're worried now that if they try and enforce this to stop the dog going in the swimming pool, then the person who owns the dog is going to force them to keep their dogs on the leash all the time.
1: And as well, you could have one of those big elasticized leases that get bigger and bigger. And somebody could easily put their dog in a pool with one of those leashes. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, mm, doesn't so, really work,
0: does it? What it's really about, it's got nothing to do with dogs, really, is it? It's it's about people uh, having a bit of respect for community standards, I think.
1: Mm, that's right.
0: You know, I think too often in Strata, somebody comes along and says, "You know what you're doing isn't right." The majority of us don't want you to do that. And the response is, I know my rights, which is usually not true, by the way. Mm, mm. But, you know, people get very high and mighty about what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. And it just gets out of control. But it's got more to do with people than dogs, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, badly behaved dogs are all about people, really, not not training them properly. So yeah. Well, that's true. Mm. That's true. So, so any it, problems with pets, you usually come down to problems with owners, really.
0: Mm. I think that pretty much sums it up. Get rid of the owners and keep <laughs> keep the dogs.
1: I mean, look, it's great seeing dogs in water. I mean, you know, it's, it's really good fun. And some of them just really love it. And, you know, you see them on Facebook all the time having a fantastic time. Mm. It seems mean to deprive them of that joy. But there are sometimes pools around, natural pools, or there's the sea if you're near the ocean. Yeah, You know, there are places for dogs to swim.
0: Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about in the, the inner city park? Possibly not so much. Maybe they should have dog pools. They have dog parks. Maybe they should have a dog pool.
1: Do you remember there was a a place um, somewhere in country New South Wales and they were renovating their local swimming pool so the day before they closed down they invited all the dogs of the town to come and use their pool and there were amazing pictures of all these dogs there were probably about i don't know 30 dogs all in this pool having a fantastic time and all these owners brought their dogs along and it was such a great idea and the next day obviously they drained the pool and they cleaned it out and And they're not going to
0: let the dogs anywhere near it ever (laughs) again Poor dogs are going. I want to go back. Take me back to the
1: pool. But it was so. so it looked like such a fun day, yeah. and the dogs looked as if they were having a ball. So maybe maybe it's a, an argument to have special dog pools around. You yeah, know, even with especially duty on, filters and
0: and and weather like this. You know, with all oh, this. Yeah smoking and stuff around. They need to cool down. Maybe a, a little paddling pool for them to splash around in would yeah, be a nice thing.
1: Fantastic. When
0: I lived in Scotland many, many years ago, I used to have a dog. I had a, a golden lab and we used to walk by the river and he loved it when I threw a ball into the river and he'd jump in and go and get it. And we were walking down one day and there was this uh, other person whose dog had jumped into the river, but his dog wouldn't come back. He was calling the dog. It was a little... um. Jack Russell, I think, if I recall. It was a small a terrier-type dog, but it wouldn't come back. And uh, and my dog jumped in and dragged it back.
1: Oh, wow. Got, got a hold
0: of his collar and swam him back to the shore.
1: Oh, how fantastic. And he was a great dog. He mm, was a good dog. He, loved, like he
0: loved the water, though. But one day the, the river was in flood, and uh, I just, I don't know why, I misjudged it, but I, the ball went in, and he went in after it, and I thought, oh. That looks a bit strong. <gasps> but he, he managed. Oh, he my goodness. No, I thought no, you were <laughs> going to say that was the end of him. No, or... no. But, you know, I, I, you're right. Dogs get so much pleasure from splashing around in water. Well, the ones who can actually swim. <laughs> do. The, <laughs> the anxious little lap dogs don't like doing laps.
1: Ha-ha.
0: <laughs> but... Uh,
1: but, yeah, you can see some of the fountains in the cities, you know. You always see dogs kind of playing with, with those ones, you know, that shoot up. And yeah, come yeah, down yeah, again. yeah, that's yeah,
0: yeah. And I think you, if you were an owner of a dog and you saw how much pleasure your dog got in the water, you would feel you were depriving them if you didn't let them in the pool. But that's not a good enough reason, I don't think.
1: No, not not a strata shared pool. No, no it's just, absolutely
0: not. There's too many wrong... let's start with the dogs and then we'll have a discussion about the small children and cats i'm going to get into so much trouble (laughs) (laughs) because it's a good thing that small children go into swimming pools because then they learn to swim Mm, and it'll save their lives at some point so yeah yeah. so Mm. ignore that last remark listeners (laughs) no dogs in the pool but lots of kids that's the answer we're back now what do you do about the nutter in your strata scheme oh that's
1: the hard question isn't it really
0: god i once i I often say this i I once had a strata manager um say to me that uh, he reckoned there was about one per 50 units in in, in strata schemes (laughs) well when i relayed this once to a building manager rather than a strata manager the building manager said tell me what that building is, because I want to manage that building <laughs> if they've only got one in 50. <laughs> but um, it's a serious thing. You, you People get obsessed. I mean, this started in the forum quite a while ago. We had an email about uh, somebody who had been on the committee, um, had been a bit of a bully, a bit irrational, a bit of a control freak, and eventually got voted off, which is what you do when you're dealing with people like that. And this person took it really, really badly. And what they started doing was going down to the strata manager's office, looking at the details for any renovations in the building, and then phoning up the tradespeople and abusing them and saying, I'm I'm going to report you because you're bad building practices and I'm going to tell everybody how crap you are and all the rest of it, to the point where they found that tradespeople who'd been used a lot, very reliably, We're saying we're not working in this building anymore.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Because of
0: the abuse from this one person. Mm. And so we recommended that uh, they get, uh, it's called an apprehended personal violence order. And that's where you go to the police. The police can apply for this on your behalf. And they don't actually have to be violent. It just has to be a kind of um, constant harassment, verbal abuse Um, stalking is is another aspect and they can get a court order that says you must stop that behavior
1: but is it is it like the old um, violence apprehended violence orders where you can't go within you know a few yards of somebody? no no, no no no
0: i mean what you what it's it's more directed at the behavior they there is there's two kind of apprehended violence orders there's um apprehended domestic violence orders which is like what you said that you're no longer allowed to, to go into that home or go into that building and then apprehended personal violence orders where it's more about the behavior because it recognizes two neighbors, you know, like if they're in dispute with each other and one of them is really abusive, then the other one can, can apply for an order to stop that abuse. But obviously they can't have, apply for an order that person can't be within you know, 200 metres of them because the person lives next door. Mm. So, you know, these things are out there. They, the mechanisms are out there. And, and it sounds like the first um, option is to, to go to your local police station, especially if it's serious, like if it's affecting a building, affecting all the people in the building, or very, very distressing for the people involved, you know, because it, it must be horrible. We read a lot of cases uh, to the, the forum where your know, people are walking down a corridor and suddenly the neighbour will pop out their door and start haranguing them and accusing them of, of all sorts of things. And it, it's a terrible feeling when you feel you can't walk out your own front door without being abused.
1: Sure, because I guess at least in a house, there's a little bit of distance between you and your neighbour. Yeah. But in an apartment building, you've got your shared lobbies and corridors and, you know, lift space, well, stairwells. That's, that's a, so this... that's really hard.
0: The scary one is, you know, you get into the lift and, well, you know, if, you, if you're if you about to get in the lift and the person who's been abusing you is in the lift, then you don't get in. That's the obvious thing. But if you're in the lift and the person who's been abusing you gets into the lift with you, you have, you know, 10, 15 seconds in a very enclosed space mm. with somebody whose behavior um, is frightens you. Mm. And it's not just being frightened for yourself. Um, like frightened that you are going to be harmed, it's frightened about how you're going to react because some people will put up with quite a lot and then they, they, they snap and they're the ones who get into trouble.
1: Mm. And it's hard not to let it affect you, isn't it, really? I mean, I remember once it was it was nowhere near the kind of levels of violence that you're suggesting, but I used to get in the lift and always had a smile on my face ready to say good morning or good afternoon to the person who were already in there. But one person had been particularly abusive towards me. So I ended up changing my behavior. Like when I called the lift, I had my face really blank.
0: Yeah. And when
1: I stepped into the lift, I was no longer ready to smile until I saw who was going to be in there. Yeah. And that's awful when it starts affecting your behavior like that, I think, yeah. really. Yeah. And And, you know, that's my fault.
0: Well, up to a point. But, you know, when you've got people in living in your building who have been abusive, either to your face or behind your back, and you know that they're, they're nasty, you know that they don't, don't like you, why would you greet them with a smile?
1: Yeah, but it's unfortunate if it kind of, it means you can, you never smile first anymore. Right. (laughs) That's, you know, Sounds like the name of
0: a novel. (laughs)
1: Oh, it does. It's a good, good name, really. Good title. (laughs) But yeah, it was, I mean, I guess in any strata complex where you've had um, conflict within the the building over certain issues, there are always going to be problems. And I remember, you know, I've been in my building 20 years now. And I remember one person, every time I got into Lyft, would say, there's a terrible smell in here suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I kind of thought that was a bit pathetic. So I, I always laughed because yeah. I thought that was so silly.
0: Yeah,
1: But, um, you know, it, it can wear you down, especially, you know, if you're somebody perhaps who, who lives on your own and you, you don't have the support of family or partners and things, it mm. would be kind of, it would wear you down, really.
0: Mm. Yeah. And people can react extremely um, when they do finally snap. I mean, I wonder if if you can have an order taken against you for glowering at people. <laughs> like you don't actually say anything. You just have this heavy frown and look of um, disaffection.
1: Mm. Uh, it's hard. I mean, I I once after a, a, an issue in our building, um, one of the residents shouted at me in the street, and it was kind of a real rant. And it kind of shook me up a little bit because it was in front of lots of other people and I wasn't quite sure how it was going to end, if it was going to end, you know, in physical violence. So, Mm. yeah, I mean... And that's
0: when you took up boxing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, I... Well, actually, it probably coincided with that, really. And, in fact, I love boxing and I turned out to be quite good at it, really. Yeah. And uh, I think it does give you an awful lot more confidence. I mean, I think I could take on... Some of these people in the in you know in the past in the building oh, who have been go. hard. and uh, I I think I could have a good go. I could yeah. Oh, so wow. that, that kind of helps really. Isn't that terrible advocating? violence? Strata, but, yeah. strata cage
0: fighting yes.
1: <laughs> well that that could sort out. It lavish, to hell with it?
0: mediation fair trading. We want we want a boxing ring in the backyard <laughs> and glove up and get it on. And probably at that on that note we should move on. Um, We're going to take a break briefly, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the new environmentally friendly building that's just been sold to be used for Airbnb. That's after this. And we're back. So, you this building, the Fern in Redfern. So, there's this new idea that's come out of Germany called Passive House or I'll say that in English, Passive House.
1: Oh, thank goodness. I I just didn't (laughs) know what it was. (laughs)
0: What's he talking about? Yes. And basically the idea is that you build it to really terrific standards where the insulation and other things within the building are absolute top quality, like triple glazed windows, you know, all the, the everything that should be sealed is sealed to the nth degree. Which means that the buildings, apart from anything else, take a lot less to heat and a lot less to cool down in hot weather.
1: Sounds a great idea.
0: And uh, you also can enhance that by putting solar panels on the roof. And in, there's this one in Redfern um, has just been completed at one award. Sounds like a terrific design. It's 11, I think it's 11 apartments, and it's sold for about $10 million for the whole building
1: so the developers sold it as a one as one complete
0: complete line as we say yeah Yeah. and that's great and the developer hasn't made a huge amount of money on it because well the the developers the architect and designer partly because they were putting it installing everything at very high standards and also because they were kind of having to invent ways of doing things as they proceeded because they still had to be within you know normal building codes etc etc which they would probably have exceeded, to be honest. Anyway, so somebody's come along and bought the building with the stated intention of putting the whole building on Airbnb.
1: Wow, that just feels to me like a shame.
0: Yeah, I know. A
1: bit of a waste, really.
0: Well, as I've said, we've we've got a piece. Anybody who wants to read about this and, and get links to other articles can find it on the Flat Chat website, flat-chat.com.au. But, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. One of it is, uh, isn't it great that there's this building that's very environmentally friendly? Or the glass half empty view of it is, well, there's 11 apartments that are no longer available for residential rent, Mm. although those apartments weren't there to begin with. So maybe you should say that they've saved 11 apartments from being added to the the list of non-residential uh, <laughs> holiday lets. Mm. It just feels, I don't know. I mean, it's great that people are building environmentally friendly buildings. That's terrific. There's no two ways about that. But the whole thing of putting residential apartments on Airbnb, just it's just wrong. You know, we've mm. got a housing shortage, for heaven's sake.
1: Yeah. And you kind of think, well, it's an interesting decision they've made. I mean, I guess they're looking at um, a continued flow of income, but... You'd have thought there'd be a lot of people very willing to pay a premium for those kind of apartments.
0: Absolutely, because they're cheaper to run.
1: Yeah, they would be saving a lot of money on the back end.
0: And that's the person who has invested in these apartments um, is probably thinking that as well, that this is a low cost option for them in terms of holiday lets. I have to say that I've quickly done the sums. I don't think the person who's bought the apartment block is necessarily going to make a huge amount of money off this. Um, You know, the apartments, one bedroom apartments are renting for about $250 a night on Airbnb and they're claiming 85% occupancy. But you, you start adding things up and, okay, if the person has just paid cash, so they don't have a mortgage, then that's going to save them a bit of money. But I guess the money will come in five or six years if they put those apartments back on the market and their value will have increased. Because Redfern is coming up as an area.
1: Well, it's kind of already up, really. I would yeah. have thought... I mean, the the apartment prices now are really going up again really strongly. Right. So you kind of think now would be a good time to sell apartments like those as well.
0: Right. Anyway. But I
1: suppose, you know, you sell apartments, you make a lot of money, and then you're not going to make much interest because on, on that money because interest rates are so low. Yeah. So maybe it makes more financial sense to... Have a regular rental income. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe, as you say, they they're tiding their time, biding their time. In fact, yes. <laughs> and uh, and they they will put them on the market later. Be worth keeping an eye on that.
0: Yeah, and I just feel that it it would be nice if somebody built apartments, residential apartments that were low cost and low impact on the environment that ordinary people could go and live in.
1: Mm, yeah,
0: that's my feeling. I mean, look, it's only. 11 apartments or, or something like that. And it's a small block. It looks okay. You know, it looks fine. It's a, and It obviously is a blueprint for f- further development of that kind. But even so, maybe it's just my irrational dislike of Airbnb that's coming to play here. I don't know. Mm. Thanks very much, Sue, for coming and talking to us again on the Flat Chat Wrap.
1: Thank you, Jimmy.
0: And um, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy these podcasts, and would you still be listening if you didn't, you can subscribe free of charge on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and lots of other podcast platforms. As I said, it's free of charge, and that means the podcast will be delivered directly to your phone, laptop, or computer as soon as it's published. You'll find links at the end of the show notes, that's the related story, on the Flat Chat website. And the website is where you go to find the stories we've been discussing today, as well as about 10 years of archives and, of course, your questions and answers on the Flat Chat forum. Just log in to flat-chat.com.au to ask a question or, even better, answer someone else's. Okay, thanks for listening. Talk to you again soon.